Welcome back to the Auto Amateur Podcast, guys. This is James. In this episode, I'm going to be giving you an update on Project 996 and where we are in the build. It's been a really fun couple of weeks, uh, but it's been a while, I think, since uh, we've really talked about what we've achieved so far and what we've got coming up. Our self-imposed deadline of Labor Day, which is the first weekend in September, is rapidly approaching now that we're into July. So it's game on to get this project car finished. Let's go have a chat. So, 2020. What a train wreck of a year so far in many ways for a lot of people. And uh, it's July already. I can't believe we're in July. At one point, the year was dragging and dragging. You know, there was a a mountain of work to get through in the beginning of the year. And then COVID hit. And then the riots have been going and the protests and civil unrest. And the world just seems to be constantly being turned up and down. And uh, for better or worse. But here we are in July. And my friends and I, our little pastime, our little adventure outside of the day-to-day, Project 996... We started now over six weeks ago. Uh, We are trying to get this thing finished by Labor Day, which in the U.S., it's a a U.S. holiday, I think a a U.S.-only holiday. Uh, It's the first weekend in September, basically. It informally, I think, signifies the end of the summer and the beginning of the autumn. And it's a big weekend. A lot of people have vacation, they go away... If the state fair was on, they would be chewing on their corn dogs or their pork chop on a stick, you know, whatever it is you can get at the Minnesota State Fair. Unfortunately, it's been cancelled this year. But it's it's a pretty big milestone in the year. And for Pat, Steve and I, it's hopefully going to be the point in time where we have the 996 ready to go. We've done quite a bit so far, but there's still a lot of work in front of us. So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Couple of shout outs as ever. I am continually impressed by Michael Bass' podcast. If you haven't listened to that yet, you should. Porsche Cooled. Uh, he's been running that for a little over six months. I look forward to all of the episodes he drops week after week, and he's pretty regular. The Road to Redline, uh, Joe, Andy, and Lee in the UK. Uh, I featured on one of their episodes recently. That was a lot of fun. I had a good chat with the guys. Uh, New podcasts seem to be sprouting up left, right, and center. It's a really exciting platform to be on. I personally prefer uh, the visual media. I really enjoy working, uh, you know, with video clips and sound and lacing it all together. Um, The process of making the podcast isn't quite as exciting, but listening to podcasts in the car, in the garage, while I'm working on cars... Uh, if I was commuting to work, I'm sure I'd be listening to them on my commute. It's a really, really fun and novel way to get information, I guess. Maybe it's the uh, 21st century version of, of talk radio. Although I guess it's one-way talk for the most part anyway. But I'm enjoying listening to all of those podcasts. So, Project 996. So 
So if you saw the latest video on YouTube, which dropped a couple of days ago, I had quite a bit of fun filming that video with Stephen Patrick and editing it. In fact, I was sitting here in iMovie on my Mac, editing the video together and just kind of giggling at places. We really did give Pat a hard time. We did the, uh, the coils or the spark plugs, or should I say, Pat did them and Pat did one of them. We were in there for a couple of hours and uh, I don't know what was going wrong. Pat maybe wasn't in the right mood. <laughs> He's a really tall guy, six foot seven. So uh, maybe it was a little impractical. And, and there I was, you know, throwing peanuts from the peanut gallery. What can I say? But uh, the job didn't quite go as planned. Having said that, though, we've got one lovely coil pack and spark plug installed. So there was a little bit of success, but we've got to finish those. That was a lot of fun, though. Um, Steve and I were uh, just ribbing him the whole time, <laughs> giggling away while uh, stress was uh, mounting, I'm sure, and uh, we probably weren't helping at all. In fact, I know for sure we weren't helping, so sorry, Pat, if you're listening. We've got to finish off the spark plugs. We've now stripped the calipers off the car. Um, Pat and Steve worked on one. Steve came over to my place the other day and, and stripped the other three. I'm going to be dropping them off today at a place in Apple Valley, Minnesota. Well, no, not Apple Valley, Burnsville, anyway. It's basically south of Minneapolis, just south of the river. We're going to be getting them powder coated. Uh, the wheels that we bought, the uh, the Fuch style wheels, they should be arriving any day now. Uh, we got the center caps for those wheels. Uh, we are essentially primed and ready to go to have the paint done. Uh, the end of July, we've got a date scheduled with a body shop in uh, in the Twin Cities to do the paint for us. We've removed the transmission. Uh, we've taken out the clutch. We've inspected the IMS, the RMS. They both look good. They were both replaced recently. Uh, so it's, it's going well. You know, it's been a little challenging in places as... You know, certain bolts, etc., have rusted and they've needed drilling or cutting out. Uh, we've got to replace one of the headlights. There's nothing we can do about that. But it's coming together nicely. But having said that, and, you know, maybe being lulled into a slightly false sense of security, there is an awful lot to do over the next six or seven weeks as we uh, continue to move towards Labor Day. And we've got a number of different moving parts, which if they come together the way we are planning them to, everything should be fine. If we have any kind of delays, the critical path, if you will, is going to be pushed out and uh, we may not make it to Labor Day. But I'm, I'm hoping we're going to make it to Labor Day with the wheels done, the brakes done, the transmission in, the clutch back in, everything put back together. We will have done the brake fluid, the oil, flush the coolant, we will have uh, repaired or, you know, replaced the broken headlights and, and finished both of them. So all of the exterior work should be done by Labor Day. The mechanical stuff should also be done by Labor Day, fingers crossed. My gut feeling is the one thing we're not going to get around to by Labor Day is restoring the interior. So that might be a project for the the autumn and maybe into the winter but we'll see how we go but like i say lots of moving parts and then of course we've all got day jobs and we've got friends and family so 
this is a a pleasant you know hobby thing on the side i guess if we were running at this full time then uh we could probably hit that that uh self-imposed deadline um with a lot more confidence but but we'll see So the biggest dependency we have at the moment is the transmission. As I guess as funny as it sounds, it's difficult to find a a decent used transmission that's come off a wreck. <laughs> you know, you might expect that uh I don't know what to expect actually quite frankly. Uh, unless we're buying a brand new t- transmission, you know, from the factory, uh which is a lot of money. I'm sure there are always going to be challenges in sourcing a salvage part that's come off a car that's been in a wreck uh, that that isn't damaged, but it's taken a couple of weeks to find the right transmission for the car. We have one now. It should be getting shipped out to us any day now. It was certified working before it was taken off the donor vehicle. It probably will take about a week to get to us. Uh, so you know, let's say worst case, it gets to us in mid July. We'll then put the transmission on. That should probably take us a day. We'll be able to turn over the engine, make sure everything's working fine. By that time, we will have received our mufflers from FD Motorsports, Darren Fister. They're on the way already. So we'll put the transmission back in. We'll reinstall the mufflers, get the engine working, have the exhaust all put together. After that, we'll then install the the brake lines, we've got the, the stainless steel braided brake lines. We'll then remount the caliper, um, or the, sorry, you know, the calipers and, and, and redo the brakes. All of those parts are essentially ready to go already. We just need to get the calipers refinished. By that time, the wheels will be sitting there ready to go on the car. And then at that point, we'll put the, um, you know, we'll put the car up on a trailer I don't think we'll put the bumpers back on, uh, but the car will be going to the body shop then to get painted. Um, in the midst of all of that work, prior to delivering the car to the uh, to the body shop, um, we've got a dent repair specialist coming out to take a look at the car. There are probably around a dozen dings to one size or another around the car. I think most of it is hail damage, actually, um, but the dent tech will tell us. We're going to get the dents repaired before it goes into the body shop. It shouldn't be too big of a job. I had about a dozen dents taken out from my 911, uh, my 991, and a couple from the Cayenne. And it was about a couple of hundred dollars, and it took about an hour. It's not too big of a job. I'm hoping for something similar with this. Um, But once all of that's done, it gets to the body shop. We're going to bring it back. We can then put the the decals on the doors, um, you know, and essentially just finish up the exterior, put the side sills on. We're not going to go with the flared side sills. We're just going to put the the uh, the running boards underneath the car to finish it off like a stock car. Um, and then, you know, essentially we should be good to go. The ducktail spoiler arrived the other day, actually, which uh, I'm going to be unboxing later today. I haven't yet taken a look at it. I think that's probably worth a video. Uh, that will, of course, get painted and that will come back from the body shop so we'll have to do that installation Um, I think we're going to be installing the bumpers back on once they've been painted but if all of that comes together then we should essentially have the car ready 
you know, kind of 80 or 90% by, let's say, the first week of August, that still then gives us a couple of weeks to at least clean up the interior, if not, you know, at least start the restoration. But I think the interior is one area that has felt like, you know, the jobs that are maybe less of a priority at the moment and there's such a mountain of work to get through that we haven't thought too much about it. We've got a few ideas about what we want to do, but you know, we need to investigate it more. We need to look at sourcing parts and materials. We need to figure out who's going to be doing the work for us. I'm sure that's work that we could be doing in parallel now, frankly, uh, and maybe I need to get on that this weekend. But you know, again, life just kind of takes over and jobs and families and friends, etc. Uh, but it is all kind of coming together nicely. And what's been fun is that we've been able to do this uh, work together on a pretty regular basis. Once a week, coming together in my garage for, you know, sometimes two hours, sometimes four or five, depending on how hot it is and how much energy we've got and you know, dates with the wives and girlfriends, etc. at the end of the afternoon, all of that good stuff. Um, But it's been working really well. And as much as people have been pointing out that I haven't been doing too much wrenching, while Pants Steve are wrenching, I'm busy setting up the camera, running around, you know, looking up under their skirts while they're working, (laughs) making sure the audio is fine, making sure the lighting's fine. And then, of course, actually, once everybody goes home, I'm the guy that sits there for a couple of hours looking through the material and editing the video. So I'm not trying to be defensive, but, you know, it, it is work as well. But I'm, I'm really happy. The point is, I'm really happy that we've been able to document this as busy as we've been. Um, and we haven't been rushing the jobs, but we certainly haven't been, you know, taking major breaks and kicking back and talking and having lunch and drinking a few beers in between each wrench, each pull of a you know, a bolt. We have been working pretty steadily, but it's been really fun to document. And the comments we keep getting back and the enthusiasm from people watching the videos and, and watching the uh, the posts on Instagram or listening to podcasts like this have been really encouraging, really, really popular. Uh, and loads of great ideas. You know, in some respects, I wish we had a couple of 996s in parallel in the garage um, doing two or three project builds because We've had so many great ideas from people watching the videos and, and following along, but they don't, you know, you, you put them all next to each other. Those ideas don't all necessarily work well together on the same car in the same build. Um, you could probably group them up into mods that would work well together in harmony together, but, you know, you'd need two or three, maybe even four cars to make them all work. So if nothing else, we've got a nice backlog of, of ideas to, to work on for potentially another 996 project car or what I'm hoping to do next time is either a 993 project car or a 997, a first generation 997. I think that would be a lot of fun to do. But it's all coming together. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a great ride. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work and planning, uh, but I think it's all going to be worth it once we uh, pull it off. Now, if you're listening to this podcast in the next couple of hours, I'm going to be sharing a concept that Patrick put together in Photoshop of what we're hoping the 996 project car is going to look like at the end of it. It's obviously not a real photo. It's a it's a concept model, but um, hopefully it should give you an idea as to what we're going for, because that's pretty much one of the most asked questions is, 
you know, what is the vision? What are we building towards? And so I wanted to share that with folks uh, now that we're sort of breaking the back of some of the bigger jobs and we're marching towards our deadline. So if you follow me on Instagram or if you want to go check us out on Instagram, it's at auto.amateur. Um, I'll be posting that concept photo later today. Uh, so exciting times. Thanks for your comments. Uh, I hope you're continuing to follow along and find this interesting. Um, if you want to help fund some of these jobs, you can buy Project 996 or Auto Amateur merchandise from autoamateur.com. You don't have to, of course. Um, but it's there if you'd like to help or, or contribute financially. Um, but if anything else, please keep the ideas and comments coming. It's really fantastic. That is the best way to contribute to this project because it's always great to get other people's perspectives. People who are watching the videos for the first time with a cold eye or they're getting closer and closer to the build because they're watching every video and every Instagram post. All of that feedback is is more than welcome. So please keep it coming. All right, guys, that's it for today's podcast. I hope you're staying well and safe and healthy. And uh, I hope the flames on the train wreck that is 2020 aren't burning too, uh, too brightly for you. <laughs> I'll catch you in the next podcast or video soon. Take care. Bye.